shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for amen father we thank you our Father and our God, we thank you, O God of heaven, we thank you tonight. Father, we give you praise for being our midst tonight. Father, we know that before the breaking of the dawn, there is night. It means that morning is coming. Yes, I know this is the set time to favor Zion. I know this is the hour to bring your morning to us. I know this. I know this. Father, as you are set in your hearts to bless us tonight, let blessing come. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I welcome all of you again. Wow, it's good to see everyone. Good to see you. Good to see you, dear Lou. Good to see you, sir. God bless you. It's good to see you, IB. Shepherd Praise. It's good to see everyone here tonight. Um, as I, you know, everyone knows what's going on, right? Everyone knows uh, what we are, why we have been praying, uh, for a long, for some time. But we know God is doing things; is a pro, a progressive thing that is happening. Amen. Amen. We just give God praise for what He is doing, and He's going to see to completion. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, but I also know something. I've just my in my spiritual journey I've learned that whenever darkness is thick it means light is about to come. Do you get me? And it's it's not it's not too spiritual actually, it's something very simple. Just think about it. Uh let's just say for example, uh I don't know who to use because none of you are my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I pick on somebody? Okay, let's say we are <laughs> Okay, let's say let's say me and Fabi are enemies, right? I don't, I don't use somebody and the person will not start thinking that. <laughs> Do you get me? Amen. Just, just think, let's say me and Femi we are enemies, right? Um, and I know that Femi is about to do something. Hmm? Me being proactive, proactive, what would I do? I'll go and block that thing that mm-hmm. Femi wants to come and do. Do you get me? <laughs> you see that? So it means that when God is about to do something, what does the enemy try and do? He will quickly want to come. I you know the colloquial language you say Paul and son the Magari. <laughs> Amen. So that before God will come and bless his people, before God will come and visit you. You'll be facing the enemy will quickly want to come the hour on the eve of your blessing. On the eve of your receiving something good, you really quickly want to come and spoil it so that when God comes, you will not want it anymore. Do you get me? Uh, I don't know, maybe tonight God will grant us mercy so we can open scriptures. I know there are some scriptures that people don't like in the Old Testament. Uh, but Genesis is about Abraham. Amen. But well, we're going to start from John chapter 14. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Abraham was this a a, a a very very uh is a accurate prototype of what I'm describing. Amen. Amen. He was about to receive a blessing from the Lord, and then he was troubled. Somebody has come to speak to him before God came. Then that's why he answered God, seeing that I go childless. Hey, get me. Somebody has come to speak to him in between because in chapter 14 of Genesis, Abraham has just conquered kingdoms. That's when he gave Melchizedek a tithe of his offering. Amen? That was in chapter 14 of Genesis. And then by chapter 15, when the Lord came to Abraham, when the Lord came to Abraham, Abraham, what happened between the high-mindedness of just conquering kingdoms and the, and the challenge of saying, I don't have a son? It means somebody has come in between. Because God was about to bless Abraham in chapter 15. If God will permit us, we will go there. Amen. But it's there. Uh, God was about to bless Abraham in chapter 15 of Genesis. But before God visited Abraham, somebody has come to tell Abraham, Look at you, you are a rich man now, you have conquered kingdom, but you see no child. <laughs> You get? Yeah. So all this concrete, concrete of Chedaloma, so the, all these things, type of offering, they call you Prince B. Abraham, the most son of the most son, but no child, no son, nothing. So all these things for Robbie. So Abraham was weighed down because of the temptation that come to him on the eve of his blessing. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if maybe another time, I don't know if God will permit it. But if you do a study of that Genesis chapter 15, you will see that God showed Abraham great mercy. Mm-hmm. Before, before the blessing came, God now sp- taught him. <laughs> uh, God t- taught Abraham, took him out, showed him the stars, taught, just you know, woo him a little bit to deal with that thought that was hindering him from blessing. Mm-hmm. Then God now told him to go and do a sacrifice. And then after the sacrifice, the blessing came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the confirmation of the blessing came. And that before long, Isaac was born. Amen. Amen. So, it happens, it happens all the time in the scriptures. On the eve of a visitation, on the eve of your next level, on the eve of you moving forward in Christ, in God, what happens? Uh, you will, temptation will come. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Temptation will come. Trial will come. That old serpent that will go about like a roaring lion looking for who to devour. Praise the name of the Lord. All of us are covered in the name of Jesus. He will not come near your dwelling. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will give you wisdom. How God protects is by giving you the wisdom to escape another wisdom. That's how that's the protection. Because it's wisdom versus wisdom. So this is the reason why we encourage obedience. Uh, I'm using a nice word, encourage with obedience. Let me be nice about it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you have to hear. <laughs> because what they are telling you to hear is wisdom. As opposed, because think about it. When God speaks to you, do you know, uh, remember the serpent speaks too. He spoke to Eve in the garden. Mm-hmm. Not so? So if God is not speaking to you, then there's space, there's avenue. I'm not saying you will listen, I'm saying there's space. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. There's space for somebody else to speak to you. And the person who is speaking to you is also called a wisdom being, the wows of the evil one, perfect in beauty. What well, they call it again, wisdom, full of wisdom. 
then they now call another one the only wise God. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Mm. So when you hacking onto the only wise God, the other one who they call wise, full of wisdom, is nothing, mm. because you are just you are just communed with the only wise God. Mm. Uh, only. So when you in God's class, only mm. is no. When when Satan comes to God's class, he's a fool. Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm. The only time he's wise is when we don't come to God's le- God's wisdom. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Satan now looks very wise. <laughs> but actually, he's not wise. All he just needs to do is to stay with God. Stay close enough to God. So hacking diligently onto the voice mm-hmm. of his word enough so that you'll be able to resist the what? Yeah. The wiles of the devil. Hebrews put it this way. Can we go there? Just quickly, admonishers. Resist the devil. But there was, a, there was actually a wisdom to resist the devil. Family, remember? Is James? Okay, help me. Submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil. So you can't resist the devil without submission. That's, that's it. <laughs> no. I think the thing was just playing on his own. Yes. Sorry. It's has his issues. Okay. He has a mind of his own. Amen. Praise to never the Lord. We all know the scripture, so let's uh, uh let's go into it. Let's go to John chapter fourteen. We know that scripture in the book of James. The Bible says, "Submit yourself to God to resist the devil." Amen. So our answer always. Let me tell you the honest truth. We don't have a second option. We don't really have choices. You know, you know, we men we like options, right? We want to have options in life, and I like that thing. It's interesting. It's like I can do this one. If I don't, does it work? I'm not do this one. I don't do that one. You know, it makes me feel good. But when it comes down to it, when it comes down to salvation, we actually don't have an option. You get me? It's not like if God doesn't work, we should pack up and then go where? Where am I going? If God doesn't work out, then I don't work out now. It's the one that made me. <laughs> Amen. If God doesn't work out, then I don't work out. Do you get me? That's because there's really no other option. I don't even count that other boy as an option. I don't count him as an option. Yeah? If you really know him, you will not count him as an option. It's because men don't know him. Hmm? The day I started knowing about him, you know, when I, I, was, I, was, I was watching some documentaries, uh, this was when I began to see how dirty and how devilish this being is, this Satan is. I was watching some documentaries on in of Los Angeles. This was even years ago. Now I don't know him more. I know I've got in the spirit, but this was just loving God. It was just but God was going to expose me to how dirty Satan is. I was watching some doc- a documentary on Los Angeles, and they were going from restaurant to restaurant and interviewing young girls. Where do you come from? Oh, Oklahoma. Where do you come from? Kentucky. Where do you come from? Oh, why did you move to LA? I want to become an actor. Ah. So, not just in the bank, the clubs, you see prostitutes. All doing all manners of things in Los Angeles. Shame will not allow them to go back home. So, you are saying that for one person who makes them become a Hollywood star, Satan has killed 10,000 who have left their families. For a better life, I want to make it. I want to be an actor. 
they will go in Los Angeles and they are doing things that their parents would never dream they would be doing just to make it. I saw how dirty Satan is. And now, because do you see that all of us, when we see some of those stars, ah, if only I just have a just I just get dangerous, you know, <laughs> mentors, role models, that kind of thing. But you don't know, for that one role model, Satan has murdered thousands of souls who, out of shame, they cannot go back. Satan is a vanity mountain. When you get to the mountain and realize it's vanity, you feel shame in going back. That's his wisdom. That's his trick. The trick is that if you pursue vanity enough, and you, by the time you realize there's nothing there, you feel like it's too late. That what's the shame? Oh, if I now when when they were leaving their father's house, they say their father did not want to go. They saying, "Daddy, I'm going to make it, and I'll prove you wrong." And I'm there. <laughs> They remember, they remember all those talks that they've spoken to their father. And when they start thinking about, so I will not go home in shame. So they rather live in that state they are in. That's why I say, finally, Satan is terrible. Satan is not an option. Mm-hmm. Hmm? He's not an option. He's not an option. You know, someone says, I won't, walk, I won't go back. Sorry, my voice. Can't go back to the way it used to be. Before that, I changed me. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you sick? I know, please. Don't encourage me. Uh, I was, I was, you know, recently because you know when we started this isolation, you know, it was just me, Femi, right? So I was sick, and people were encouraging me, but I was suspecting them. <laughs> I, I was just saying, the right was encouraging. That I was, I suspected them. That it wasn't just the pure encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see John chapter 14. Are we ready to be blessed tonight? God is in control. Word. Chop word. Word. Chop life. Word is too sweet. God is too sweet. If you begin to realize what God has in store for them that love Him, ah, uh, we will. Ah, oh my God, God is too sweet. God is too sweet. There are things I want to. Let's see. In John chapter fourteen, we are going to see inheritances that you can inherit. Because if it's just I was telling, you will just see it by the way Jesus was describing it. <laughs> Uh, amen. And the so Jesus was actually describing in John chapter fourteen, um, the both the inheritance, the grade of inheritance, you get me, mm-hmm. and also the prerequisites for the inheritance, meaning the qualification for the inheritance. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Many things. The waters are, are, are coming. But I don't know how God will help us to put it together that it will make a concise sense to each and every one of us and will bless us richly. Amen. Amen. Uh, so I will try my best for the message of God and we are going to finish on time. We are going to finish at 9 for sure. Yes. We are going to finish at 9 o'clock for sure. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Yes. We are going to finish at 9 o'clock for sure. Amen. Amen. Are we ready? Yes, uh, John chapter 14. I'll start from verse 6. And the Bible says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye have known me, you should have also known, known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long with you, so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Amen. Amen. Somebody is inside me. That's what you're saying. I am carrying an inheritance. I am carrying an inheritance called the Father of all. <laughs> I am carrying inside me the Creator of all. If you have seen me, I will be with me this one. If you look in my eyes, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. It means that there is a person. There is actually a lively person. Do you get me? Uh, uh, it was all those space, you know, all these uh, sci-fi movies. Someone from E.T. or so, you know, they will come and invade humans, and they will now take over. You will now be their host. Do you get me? They will now take over your body. Aha, uh -huh, that kind of thing. Yes, that's it. Father has invaded Jesus at this point. <laughs> the Father has invaded Jesus at this point. Possessed Jesus. The Father was in Jesus. If you have seen me, you have seen my Father. He was giving us, the Bible says, let's quickly see. I want to show you something. Let's quickly see First John chapter 2. I want to show you what all that, Jesus came on the earth to do something wonderful. I believe, is it verse 6 I'm looking for now? Where? Verse 6. First John chapter two verse six. <coughs> what does it say? He that saith he abideth in him ought, ought himself also to walk even as he walked. Do you get me? Mm -hmm. So how did he what where did he walk? They say he that he that say he that say not that believeth now, you know there's believing, there's abiding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Aha. Uh -huh. To believe and you believe and Jesus is my Lord and Savior, then you are born again. We thank God. But to to abide, I I, I, I meant that in a very nice way now. <laughs> huh? But then to abide takes another kind of thing. Another is staying up to abide. You know, it's not easy to stay in one place for a while. It's not easy for us to be in this. How you been this life? Me to become something. It's not easy. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's not easy. 
between between this meeting and the next meeting, you would have seen some thoughts would have come not to go. <laughs> so it's not easy to abide. To abide is to rest in a place. It's not easy. So it takes for abiding. So Jesus is not just come to get a man born again. He also, in addition to that, he did a walk. That after you get born again, you need to walk as he walked. Mm-hmm. Then you now enter into abiding. Amen. Amen. So he did that on the earth. He didn't just come, okay, he didn't just come, oh yeah, come and kill me, let me go. No, before they killed him, he did a walk, a journey, a way he lived, a manner of life. He showed, he showed the life, they went to die, so that you can now start born again, then now come and live that life. That's what he did. He says, he that said he abided in him ought himself also to walk even as Jesus walked. Now, when Jesus was 12 years old, he never told his mother Mary, have you been with me so long? If you have seen me, you have seen my father. <laughs> that would be really weird. Uh, neither did they say, say it in the river Jordan. In the river Jordan, the father was born blessing him. Father was in heaven. Say, This is my son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear thou him. Then the Holy Ghost came and rested on him. Are you seeing that? So he's in progression of journey. He now got to a point where he was about 33 years old here in John chapter 14 because he was getting close to his path, going to the cross. Where he, now he has come to a place where he has inherited the father. So meaning he has walked. Amen. Amen. He has walked and walked and walked. That now he has inherited. And there is no walk. If there is no strength for your feet. That's why the Bible talks about our feeble knees. It needs to be strengthened for a walk. So when we hear walking in the spirit. And on that the Bible will use also the terminology walk by faith. It means the exact same thing. To walk in the spirit is to walk by faith. When you are walking by faith, you are walking in the spirit. Spirit is not some weird, you know, da, da, da. no. Just walk by faith, you are spiritual. That's what we are saying. Huh? You know, that's a spiritual, cool, spiritual, spiritual. No, it's nothing like that. It's, you know, repent it. You now start seeing one thing like that. Don't see anything. One, I, no, no, no. Just walk by faith, you are spiritual. Just be walking by faith. And faith comes. Yes. So everything connects. So it means that your walk, your walk comments. <laughs> Amen. So what strengthens your feeble knees is your hearing of the word. Then the hearing of the word is for a journey, for a walk. So as you are hearing the word and you are walking with it, you are doing it. Hmm? What is happening is that you are walking as he walked. <laughs> Amen. That's the secret. It's that simple now. Very simple. So as you are hearing the word, it strengthens your legs so that you can walk as you walk. Because it's not, it's not hard. Jesus did exactly the same thing. He strengthened his knees and he walked. Then he now told us to follow. How do I know he strengthened his knees? Lo, I have come. As it is written in the... Who told him it is written in the volume of the books? Aha. <laughs> he read it, meaning he was learning. Yeah. He was learning. 
He was hearing word that was strengthening his feet. Then he now knew what to do. He now says, Lo, I have come as it is written of me in the volume. You must have studied the volume of the books to know what is written of you. So, if you have not studied the volume of the books, <laughs> you won't really know what to do. This is where the problem comes when it comes to hearing God. This is all, this is all the problem. You won't know what to do if you, if you don't know the books, if you don't know what the Word is saying, what the springs are saying. If you don't know what the springs, those springs, those springs are supposed to be inside you. That's what He promised to Zion in Psalm 87. He says, all oh, my springs are in thee. Amen. All my springs are in thee. So that when God is coming, or when leading is coming, it will be clear. He already has a place home inside that soul. He will just be playing music inside. He will play keys inside your soul. <laughs> yeah, you will be dancing. And that dance is your walk. <laughs> you are walking. Praise the name of the Lord. He said, Jesus did this thing. He's the one who, that's why they call him the author. And the finisher of our faith. It wasn't just the... To utter sometimes to finish it means he has a beginning and he has an end. It's not just the beginning only. And what's the beginning? What, where did your faith begin? The day you gave your life to Christ. So it was uttered, but it has not been finished. Because he's not only the author of our faith. He's also the finisher of the faith. Amen. So this Jesus took time. You know, I love Jesus. Uh, help me. Uh, how do you know? <laughs> he became Jesus, the Christ. <laughs> Elohim champion. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Uh, I don't think everybody knows that song. <laughs> Some of us are too into <laughs> Like, I really mean the whole world. I thank God for the worship today. It was very everybody car, you know. <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see uh, John chapter fourteen. Uh, I was in verse nine. We're going to see that journey. That's why I love Jesus. You see, uh, sometimes what would take Paul to write many epistles, Jesus would just speak it in one chapter. But in that one chapter, you never get it. <laughs> you have to go pass through Paul, then come back to the one chapter to understand Jesus. Amen. Have I been with you so long yet? You yeah, know me, Philip. Uh, you have sent me to the Father. Da, da, da. Ah, okay, okay. Show us the Father. Now. Okay, you're talking too much. Show us the Father. Oh, this way. <laughs> Speaks, Jesus speaks very high language, but concise. But you need some depth to c- catch it. Amen. Mm-hmm. What Jesus was describing here was our journey of inheritance. This journey of faith, this journey of life that all of us are subscribing to. Amen. Mm-hmm. By the special grace of God, I believe we are all journeying. Amen. I believe we are all hungry to move further in God. Uh, Jesus was describing what you'll be inheriting as you are making progress in this journey, step by step. Are you ready? Yes. Amen. Yes. 
So what did they say? It says, Jesus said unto him, verse 9, Have I been with you so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, shows the Father, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? And the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Very, very, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he all do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. So he's still talking, he's still discussing. Alright? Verse 13 says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Aha! Now this thing, now Johnny, just describe ministry things to God. Now it's time for journey. Amen? Amen. It's now time for your journey. Your journey. It now says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Hmm? Just stay with me, follow me. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth. So we say number one. Who is that? Spirit of truth. What do you do to, to, for him to come? Keep. Keep what? My commandments. Okay. Alright, so let's continue. So, for who? For number one, for spirit of truth. Okay? Alright. So, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. Ah? I thought I was already comforted. <laughs> okay? So, first, so, Holy Ghost is a comforter, but it is another one again, who is, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. Stay with me. Stay with me. Verse 19. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye, sh ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. And that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, again now, he that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will, you see, Shall be loved of my father, but he don't say, I am my father. He says, and I will love him. Love him. And what will happen? So that's number two. Who is the I there? Jesus. That's Christ. So the first one is spirit of truth. The second one is Christ. Amen. Are you with me? Then 22 now says, Judah said unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Verse 23 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me again, how many times am I going to be loving you? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. And you see, Johnny, it's not just one thing. It's not just one say forever save, no. There are things to do. There's progress to make. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's true, right? There's, there's, there's progress to make in Christendom, in Christianity. There's blessings. Now, let's see the last one. So, if a man loves me, he will keep my my words here, and my Father will love him. Did the Father not love you the second time? But he didn't show up. <laughs> Not so. Mm -hmm. My father will love him and we will. 
So this last one now, we will come to him. Amen. So Holy Ghost came to prepare you for so Holy Ghost is an inheritance of his own. And when it becomes an inheritance, it's not when he has No, that's not the inheritance yet. That's still the Holy Ghost without the wings, meaning the seven. Amen. That's the reason why if you say in Christian men people don't know Holy Ghost is seven. Seven spirits of God. That's Azar chapter eleven verse twelve. If you are online and listening, what is this man saying? It's Azar chapter eleven verse twelve. It says, And the Spirit of the Lord shall be upon him. And the spirit of wisdom and revelation, counsel and might, knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And when those things combine, they will now make you of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. But the reason, so when you know him just as Holy Ghost, all we see him, all you, as happens that you, you see, you know he's one, who, but his wings are closed to you. His wings are closed. It's because you have not yet kept commandments. Aha. Uh-huh. Because now Jesus is not saying him as Holy Ghost yet. What did Jesus call him? Spirit of truth. So what is he bringing? Truth. <laughs> what is his greatest miracle? Truth. To bring you truth. Hi, shall I tell you? Because that's his original nature, his original person. He may give you house, car, things, do make you speak in tongues, do miracles for you, taunting surrounding your life. Yes, that's all good, but it means the last, the last end of him. You get me? The true essence of him. The nature. You know, if you want to bring out somebody's true color. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's truth. So, when you start knowing truth, it's when you start knowing Holy Ghost as his content. Content. Meaning he has opened his wings for you. Then you can now see him as seven. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hi. Glory to God. Are we ready? Yes. Can we see what how, this thing? I just okay. This one, this holy, let's just do holy ghost. If only holy ghost, we can do today. That's also, amen. amen. Let's see Ephesians chapter one. You see this thing, the same pattern. Amen. When holy ghost, and you also see the commandment you need to keep for the holy ghost as spirit of truth to come. Is in Ephesians chapter one. Amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Is somebody there? I don't know. Where, where do you want to start? Uh, what does 15 say? I want to start from a good place. There are some difficult m- meat inside that Ephesians chapter 1 that I want to try and avoid. Just for time's sake. <laughs> when he says, I know the earnest, how does that earnest until the redemption of the purchased possession? How it is hard <laughs> for them for today. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, Yes, that's that's awesome. Thank you, sir. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, mm-hmm. cease not to thank, thank, give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that's you see the Father of glory. Yeah. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. May give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Okay, so so he saw something and he began to pray. The same way Jesus in chapter 15 of verse 14. He says, if you love me, let's, let's combine, let's see scripture with scripture. It's the same pattern. Say, if you love me, keep my commandments. Then what will happen in verse 16? I will pray the Father. The same thing Paul was praying in Ephesians chapter 1. 
the exact same thing that Paul was praying in Ephesians chapter 1. So Jesus said, I will pray the Father. It means that if you love me, keep my commandments. The commandments for spirit of truth is after I've heard of your faith. <laughs> so, and your love towards all the saints. Another way you can use and explain this love at this level is service. Because at this, type, at this point in time, they're not giving you spirit of wisdom and revelation. So you don't really know what love is. Amen? Amen. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. So what they will use it to gauge how much you love God at this dimension is how you are serving. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only thing they can do because they, you don't know what love is. So I just want to clarify. Go ahead. Um, okay, so you said when Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments, um, you can liken it to um, when Paul said, after I heard of, after I heard of um, your faith, your faith, and love yes, yes, aha, yes. So that's the first commandment for the first inheritance. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So it means that because what what did before Paul prayed, after I've heard, it means he was waiting for something. Yes. <laughs> he was waiting for them to show that love, that commandment before he will pray. Because the same thing Jesus is and it means that without 15, I won't do the and. I won't pray the Father if I don't see that love. If I don't see that those commandments that you are doing. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, this is awesome. So you see where where we began this journey. That's why before any before most people enter this light, somewhere they have to have self in church. But <laughs> you have to do some service. <laughs> you'll be watching. Maybe who know you? You you are dancing. You are not to love God. God will not trust it yet until you have done some service. Because service means you have done make some sacrifice. You know that that's love. You have done a little bit of sacrifice. You're not just dance and love God. You have not done something about it. You have done just a little bit of sacrifice. <laughs> Amen. That's why sometimes service is not never never always easy, you know? <laughs> it's never always something, you know. Because it means it involves some a little bit of giving. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't mean balance it doesn't mean that you go and do everything, go and be in five departments. Please <laughs> uh, uh, just balance, you must be serving, but just choose, let God lead you, choose where you will be and what you'll be doing, but you should be serving. It's the first prerequisite, it's one of the foundations they need to see, because an evidence of love. Because if you say, uh, if you say that, if you just someone just say, I love you, okay, James will say in the Apostle, say, show me my, your faith. <laughs> and I'll show you my faith, my own, by what I do. Huh? So, the evidence that you love God, is that you are in the church of God. <laughs> That's all. Yes. It's, it's a beginning evidence. Yes. It's the first thing they are looking for because you don't know what love is yet, really. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. For example, um, let's say maybe when praise was maybe five years ago, maybe when praise was maybe 16, 15, whatever age she was five years ago, and I just <laughs> went, she had not even, at, maybe she hadn't entered school. <laughs> I think I was kind of close, maybe. Maybe I missed it for some minutes. Yes, there we go. Alright. So if I just came in and just, uh, you know, oh, I love praise, oh, let me buy her. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What, give me one car now. That's, eh? Buy her one, one Bentley. 
with the khaki. Uh, have I blessed her? No. She probably will not do well in school because. <laughs> 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 so uh, to me, I feel like, oh, I'm a loving father. I have to give my daughter the best. My understanding of what the best is, I don't understand what the best is. So give it to Bentley is not the best at that time. Amen. So if everyone, as as we get newborn babies, as we get born again, they say newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the world. Because why? We are still canal. You get me? And as long as you are canal, anything that you think is showing God love, huh? is not really love. <laughs> the best you can do to show God love when you are canal is to serve. That's the best you can do. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. For example, take it that, okay, if I go and explode in the world and keep glorifying God, and I take over the whole mansions, take over the whole, then the everybody, the unbelievers will now know that there is a God in heaven. My God is the God. The God say, did I say did I am I the one that told you that I, <laughs> I don't know did we have that discussion before you decided that that was what you were going to do? <laughs> so you know people out of society they want to do things, they want to take over places, they want to and they'll be ending up harming themselves if God has not led them there. Because what will happen is that they will be giving their soul away small by small. Maybe you know, if you go to some other place you see your language begin to talk. Begin to change. Maybe you ought to, you, ought, you, know, you see this world. We know you, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know this Western world that we're in is a dangerous place. If God is not with you, you can easily begin to slide away in your mind. You'll be coming to church. Everybody will think you're okay, but you're sliding inside your soul. You're sliding. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. Uh, so, do you, are you seeing the love prerequisites? Now, I want to go further. Okay, and we'll go further. Have you seen the love prerequisite to receive the spirit of truth? So it means that if if okay if they call me James of Truth, when James comes to you, what am I coming with? Excuse me. <laughs> huh? Did you get that? If, if they call if they call me James of Truth and I come to you, what am I coming to you with? Uh huh. So when he's coming to you as the Spirit of Truth, it's not it's not it's not games now. It's not to flabbergast you anymore. It's to sit you down to teach. Hmm? Before he came to you as Holy Ghost, and it's the same person, no? it just means Holy Ghost is like, you know how, uh, uh, so you know how we are spirit soul body in a sense. So let me just use that terminology. So on the outward, if you just, you don't really know my inside. So on the out, you just see me as that rich being, that being who can do miracles for you, who can do signs for you, who can do wonders for you. Amen. But when you begin to spend some time with me, you come and visit me in my house. Then you begin to begin to wonder how are you doing the miracle signs? Oh, well, well, I like you. You are very decent. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Sit down. <laughs> Let me show you. That's what we don't like, right? He <laughs> uh, will now tell you that the reason I'm doing all those flyby, 
other things is to actually bring you to come to my house so that we can now sit down and I can now teach you what I always originally wanted to tell you in the first place but you were too carnal for me to tell you so when I came to you I came to you with closed wings until we are ready and the evidence that you are ready is service Amen. So some people will say love is service. It's true in this dimension. Because this is where you begin. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Can we continue? Because it's another commandment also. Amen. Amen. Uh, verse 18. It says, uh, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Let a little while. The world seeth me no more. But ye see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. And that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth... Hey, the level has changed, you. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be a library mm-hmm. who is keeping things. Mm-hmm. All my springs are in thee. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be a keeper of springs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the second commandment. Mm-hmm. Huh? Amen. Because what does the spirit of wisdom and revelation bring? In the knowledge of him. So what immediately spirit of truth comes. He's bringing springs. Then the next commandment. Keep the springs. Keep them. Keep them. <laughs> That's your next commandment. So here. Then keep. Because if you are not hearing, it's <laughs> not to keep. <laughs> Amen. So you ought, to, you ought to be hearing and hearing and hearing. Then after a while, you know, you don't just hear. So you know, so that, it's for many years, some of us hear the thing don't enter and they are smooth. You need to do isolation for your mind. <laughs> Put your mind in quarantine. <laughs> As it is, the one is coming as quickly as it's coming, it is it is finding the square roots. Oh deep. Mm. <laughs> huh? I don't want this word to end up in mm anymore. You keep. Oh. <laughs> you know, how do you keep? Uh, it's not easy to keep. Don't help us. It's not. It's the most difficult thing to keep. To learn faithfulness is the most difficult thing. Hi. How do you know, sir? They are feeling you. I say, how do you do, sir? That to, it is deep, right? To learn faithfulness. To learn faithfulness is the most difficult thing. To stay in one place. You see, check our, just check our lives. There's some of us, maybe one of us, with this work, this ministry we've been doing. How easy has it been to stay? 
crazy. Just tell me. Right? Over the your let's say your local your local service in church. How is it? Sometimes you get tired. Yeah, uh, yes, I did. Uh, yeah, we all have all those things. You see, anyone, no matter what it is, you find yourself, it's difficult to stay. It's difficult to find a soul who stays. By nature, the enemy has made us wanderers. Always looking for something else. Looking for something else all the time. Restless. Restless. Kai. Restless. And then, you know, I know how we did it. The guy, the guy designed many things in this world. He designed many things. By the time you, in fact, by the time you, when your life is not after a few, your life is not moving forward. You don't see that your mates. <laughs> did, did we not graduate together? Why? Yeah. <laughs> you don't see the move of the car. I'm not you just our regular car. None of our car matches the car I'm talking about. <laughs> you don't have car. <laughs> They get me. How how would your soul feel? If I, you you want to be still, but the soul is moving. I I after I've driven past it, it is not speaking. <laughs> oh my god, the thing is moving me. <laughs> I mean, I have, you know, that every baby is alive. I mean, every family will just come. Some of family is not feeling good. You mean, what will happen? <laughs> they spoke up. They finished to family as he was coming out. <laughs> I'm all for now. <laughs> Teens, this world is designed. This world is terrible. She was afraid of this world. Huh? She was afraid of this world. Actually, the last commandment is love not the world. But that is that's for the father. Because for the love of the father is not in him. So to receive father, the last one to overcome is the world. The world is the enemy of the father. Because his enemy designed it. I mean, I mean, this world, maybe they saw online say, ah, this world, world, no, this world. No, I'm just talking about the system of this world. I'm talking about us living on earth. Uh, the earth is not the earth, and the fullness thereof is the Lord's. It is a system of this world that is wicked. That you will just tell us anytime you begin to buy into the system, your heart will begin to move away from God. It just happens naturally. Your heart will just begin to tend that away from God. Amen. Amen. Think about it now. Most, most times when we rake for God, when you and God have issue and want to argue with God, typically what happened? There was something you were expecting that did not come to pass as you were expecting it. <laughs> then all of a sudden they turned to rake. Yeah. Uh, the anger. You put it. And some of you so let me go we have yes and then we got hide behind the address my daughter is coming that the way is coming I don't want to know <laughs> they're angry <laughs> Amen the way this person is coming the person is angry why because there's an expectation mm. there's an expectation mm. 
that you feel has been cut short. Well, if you really go and check it, that expectation was never a righteous expectation. Because it's righteousness revealed. So expectation of the righteous that shall not be cut short is that which has been revealed. <laughs> it's not your own, not your ambition. That, see, the Bible says that the Lord will supply all my needs. Not wants, not desires, not lusts. Not the world. Lost. It does never say that. He said he will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Excuse me, is there be any one of us here who has gone hungry one day? Please. Unless you are fasting. Are you fasting? Unless you are fasting, amen. Which is good. But it's not been Do you know why? You have an angel who beholds the face of the Father every day. He has to give reports. Yeah. One day he should try it and not feed you. Just let him try it. One day. Do you know it's a fearful thing to behold the face of God? Wow. Imagine me going to the face of God. I know I've not done my duty. Wow. <laughs> you will see me that day. You'll be calculating. <laughs> I'm not going to meet Papa God and meet his face and tell him that for let us it today. <laughs> I'm not, what excuse am I going to come up with? <laughs> God, so it is God is awesome. He supplied all our needs. Let's judge him based on what he says in his word, not based on what our this world has brought to him to expect or whatever it is. That's why he said, so in man loves the world, the love of the Father. That is, I know it's a high I know that is a high commandment. Amen. I know that. You can anybody who boasts to me and overcome the world, don't worry, I'm just calm down. Yeah, just like if they bring out that thing inside your soul, it's there. It's there. That thing is that thing is deadly. Some people can leave God because of world. Hmm? And that's why, you know, sometimes God will not expose some people to light, this kind of light. Because He knows that if He exposes them to this kind of light and start teaching them how to eliminate war, they will not be able to do it. And they may even leave Him as a result. So He'd rather you just be born again. Just let Him just manage you like that. At least you make heaven. Just thank God. At least, because if I try anything with this one, you know, there are some of us, that if God tries anything with you, He knows that that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> if he tries, you know, if he, eh, and you listen to me, there's somewhere that God will go. He said, Don't come here. I'm <laughs> you. He said, God, I mean, see, you know, God, I'm giving you this. See, I'm moving. See, I'm here. I'm doing, doing I'm giving this. I'm doing that. You start giving all the reasons why. But this one, talk. Warning. I've learned it from experience. I used to be afraid. I used to be afraid because God, no God always goes and takes and cleanses. And it's actually a great thing. So, so there are some things that I will now see. Maybe I will now want to be God. Where you get wisdom to, I don't want to be wise. <laughs> and I say this one, okay, I will give God all this one. So I'll now plan that I will submit these other ones. Then I will protect this one. So I'm going to... <laughs> so I'm going to come for this one. I want to keep this one. <laughs> but God will come for it. <laughs> We are all of us are too wise actually like that. All of us, you know how to protect some things. I know it's not easy. That's why that's why they now did it in grades. 
You see, that's why Jesus now did first Holy Ghost bring to bring spirit of truth to help you. So I, then the next one now start keeping springs, keeping what you are hearing. Then the last one, they tell you love not. That's why Jesus didn't only love righteousness. He did something else. That was actually the last commandment. That's the one for the Father. So the, if you notice here, in when, when, let's see, read verse 21 of chapter 14. 21 of chapter 14. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he shall be loved of my father. But from a distance. <laughs> you see? Because he didn't come yet. He shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. And Jesus, he came alone. <laughs> because why did the father not come at that point in time? Though you were hearing word, and you were loving the word, and you were keeping it. Why did it not yet come? World. It's world. It's the world that was inside you. It's the world that is inside you that will prevent the Father from coming to you. Praise God, somebody! Do you know why... I don't know if I should stand there. There's no space to really walk on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. Okay. <laughs> Amen. He that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Jesus Christ. Do you know, somewhere the problem is that um, we don't trust God enough. That's, the, that's one of the, some of the reasons why we hold the world dearly. Mm-hmm. The trust is not, and if you know the being we are talking about, Father, mm-hmm. eh? you know, I also want to show you a little excerpt. Mm-hmm. This being that we are talking about, mm-hmm. eh, just a little, eh, just a little. Genesis chapter one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> are you with me? Yes, sir. It says, "In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth." The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light and said, It was good. Who is this? This is a creator. He was creating a world out of nothing. Do you see that? He was creating a world out of what? He hovered upon the face of the waters. So, do you see, when you are doubting God, because you feel that he cannot create a world for you. That is the that's the distance between us. <laughs> that's the distance. <laughs> that's the distance between Father, you and the Father. You don't trust him enough. He's one who made the earth from nothing. Huh? I was watching one 
awesome movie this movie the call Hi. It was actually it was, it was talking about what well, it was you know the sci-fi kind of movie, but it was actually based on science. Talking about what holds the Earth core mm-hmm. mm? is 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 an iron, a hot iron, then has fire around it, mm-hmm. liquid fire is what holds the Earth core, and then that iron because when iron is so hot, it releases it's called electromagnetic this thing, that's what covers the Earth, that protects the Earth. From the sun, kind of, that is like an ozone layer kind of thing. It comes from that the the it's like the steam that has come out from that hot iron. Amen. Amen. So I was I was I was watching the movie, and I was just seeing because you know it's based on what sciences have found out about the earth and the core. And I was just what I was like, wow. So Oluwa, now you do this one. Kai. And I say to you, but Lord God of mercy, Oluwa Sanu. God of mercy, God have mercy. It's you that did this. It's you that made all this creation. Then somebody, one false God now came. He doesn't have his own thing. He now stole from God's earth and now you to frame a system, a way of thinking called the world. Amen. And he's also, he's actually, he's actually, stay with me. He's actually a renter. Amen. He's squatting because where he built, designed this world was who is the landlord? It's God. The land, landlord, the one who made the land. The landlord is the father. He's a squatter, he's a thief. That came in is that someone comes into your house. Hmm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember watching one of these comedies that I watch at home sometimes. Um, yeah, someone comes into your house. Uh, it was actually a manzai, you know, one of the sons of uh, uh, Bamiloe. He's actually a very funny guy. He's living lots of skits, right? Uh, some comedy skits. And uh, this one was somebody came, moved in, and said, I just want to come and stay for a few days. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 if I do it, if you bring luggage, if I ask her to say, Oh, then me. I'm watching this kid, I'm like, ah, This looks like I'll sit down with you. If he come in, yeah, if I don't, he will bring his uncle, the auntie, the sister, the cousin, then you that owns the house. There'll be nothing you can do. <laughs> it's you that's now squatting inside your own house. <laughs> That's what Satan did to God's earth. He owns nothing. He stole man. And man is now working for him. And because of that, he's boasting. God, he can't do anything. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Slap James. James will behave like I want him to behave. Do you see? Is that not the way you call your son? <laughs> so God will be looking. Hey. So if God wants to deliver James, he must deal with the world. That's the last one. This one, that's why it's high. This is the last one. This is the last commandment. It's not easy. I, I tell you, I lie. I kid you not. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy to deal with this one. That's why it's the last one. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. But let's see that word, world. W-O-R-L-D. 
Not so. Take the L out. What is it? Lies. So, so. What just happened? Okay. Wow. You have killed me. I'm finished. I think I, I need new revelation. <laughs> so it's a lying word. Yeah. Amen. Uh-huh. It's a lying word. And that's why in the last commandment he says, verse 23, if a man love me, he will keep my words. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, the reason being is that this world, to advance in this world, you need the knowledge of this world. Uh-huh. To advance in God, you also need the knowledge of God. Amen. Amen. And I will not lie to you. It's possible. You can have not the world inside you. And thrive on it. Mm-hmm. When I mean thrive, it's not like we haven't, we haven't suffering or hustling. No. Yeah. You can thrive on it and the world is not in you. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I have already It's possible. <laughs> I was going to Nigeria. Some of those uh, Muslim house they are kind of rich. Some of them, they not, they, they are not worldly. They have that discipline. Mm-hmm. And you see, so I, I, we had a neighbor. We had a neighbor who they were Muslim. Ah, we used to love Ramadan. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that money, you just be seeing the goats. <laughs> We just passed by and they had a store we used to buy so that money we must come and buy something because we had to say <laughs> And they had a grammar tree that we used to put into our compound. Ah, so many grammar that tree has fed me. <laughs> Where? <laughs> but I was not the man the man don't, you see the man very disciplined, very simple man. He has money. And he gives. Some of them are just like that. As a result of discipline. <laughs> Amen. As a result of what? Discipline. Of discipline. Body discipline. They, they discipline themselves how to not use the things of the world. Now that discipline is just in the outward. You get me? If you really, really put them in a, put some fire, their the thing will still come out. You get me? But you see that thing? I want it. So, if... No one can do it. We can do it, man. You can actually be rich. Let me put it that way. You can actually do well and thrive, and the world will not be in you. It's possible. I'll share a testimony. I remember we were trying to last year's Glorious Convention. Huh? I think we're being a bit too cheap. <laughs> we're trying to get reference tickets because uh, you know it's the big size, so it needs premium at a minimum, premium seats. Uh, and so we're like, okay, we, we, let's okay, let's first because we're not sure. It's still July. Let's first put money together. Let's buy the ticket, but we'll not buy the premium. We'll upgrade to premium later. But when we're buying the ticket to buy it together, would have been four thousand dollars. Then to just buy the ticket was about twenty two hundred dollars. So we say, okay, let's buy the $2,200. Even if it increase small, we'll still upgrade when everybody's okay. We have the money. 
But by the time a few weeks after, <laughs> that premium seat was like three thousand dollars, then four thousand dollars, they reached five thousand dollars. I say, hey, don't know what she'll do. What are we going to do? It was a serious issue on my mind. We were thinking, maybe, remember, we were, we were trying to crack this door. How are we going to do this thing? Remember, I say, oh, uh, remember, I sent uh, Jeff the contact of one boy in, in Nigeria. Oh, Jeff said, oh, remember, send me this guy's contact. And I see a travel agent. Jeff said, ah, maybe you, I, mean, I don't know. I said, well, remember, Jeff just sent me his business contact. You know, he goes to Lucky Soul Center. The boy, the boy now called us the next day. The boy just called us like, oh, um, I heard you guys need some help. Okay, so what can you do? He said, no, I'll buy the ticket. You're like, what? Yeah, I'll buy the ticket now. He said, no, we just need to upgrade. He said, no, can we do first class? How much is it? He said, no, 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 don't worry. We don't want to stress you too much. Because we're thinking. We said, okay, that we want to just upgrade to premium like $5,000. Even if you can do whatever you can help. He said, $5,000. He said, I will send the money. Buy it. I will send it. In one day, from Nigeria, I was wondering, without even thinking, the guy was offering to first class. I was like, this soul, what kind of soul is this? So he's striving, but the world is dying inside him. Many of us, $5,000, yeah. And we're not in Nigeria, we're in abroad. <laughs> By the time you calculate what, how far that money can go in purchasing you the world. You see why it's an enemy? It will hinder you from doing the will of God. Then that's what he now turned it into in First John. Let's go there. He turned it into what the reason, the reason why the love of the Father cannot be in you when the world is in you is because you will never be able to do the will of God. That's the problem. When your, when your mind is whole, taken captive by the world, it will resist you, it will hold you back in giving yourself for God's will. It will, it will, be, a, it will be a stumbling block. You will not be able to do that last one. You won't be able to do it. Amen. Amen. First John chapter 2, 17. Let me read for us. Yes, yes, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, and the love of the Father is not in him, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, mm -hmm. but is of the world. And the world passeth Passet away, away, and the lust thereof. Mm -hmm. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So anything that hinders you from doing the will of God is passing away. So what you are laboring for things that pass away. But when you labor for things that pass away, amen. I'll balance it in a minute. I know some people questions will come in here, so I'll balance it. When you labor for things that pass away, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What happens is that. You will not have the energy, the soul energy, to do God's will. You won't have the soul energy. Because actually, your soul has limited energy. So, wherever your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Your heart can only go after one thing. 
The other is as you go after God, all other things should come. That's, that should be the correct order. It means that God can make you, when they say all other things, what does that mean? It actually means all other things. Do you get me? He actually means all of that things to me. Not you know, supposed to say there's a harsh people. <laughs> they just added it for our sake. Go back and I just say, okay, all that no, but Jesus actually meant it. Yeah. That all that things will follow you. Amen? Amen. Because I want you to know something about God. God actually wants you to prosper and so. Amen. God actually wants you to do well. Yeah. God wants you to be comfortable. Yeah. But God wants you to be obedient. Yeah. See, I wish above all things that that may prosper. But even us, did you get me? Mm-hmm. So we've quoted that scripture many times, but we don't get John's meaning. Let me rephrase John's meaning. Hmm? If your soul is not prospering, it's not you I'm talking to. Don't take me out of contact. You can, if you want to say it for yourself, you can say it for yourself. And again, you say, John, anyway, they're taking it out of John. John, is this John who? John that wrote John, first John chapter one, mm-hmm. talking about eternal life, eternal life, eternal life. You think he's, he's worldly? Mm-hmm. So, if you are, if you are using it for carnality, you are misquoting John. John is the least carnal person you ever beat. Is after he saw that they prosper, their souls are prospered. He now say, "Oh wow, okay." <laughs> I wish above all things that that way is prosper. But God is actually interested in your prosperity. You're doing well once you've gotten it right. Meaning, once your soul has settled on this mountain, what mountain? The kingdom mountain, settled on the King, settled on Christ. Once you have become an abider. It means that imagine if someone, if someone is faithful, if God knows that for better or for worse, till death do us part, for richer or for poorer, I'm going to minister his word and I'm going to serve him. Will God do anything? He has tested me, he knows that there's no way James will never. So, when if God give me a million dollars, you know that in fact. The way I am, because we're a million dollars, I'm younger, I'll just be in my account sitting. I'm not going to change my life for anything. I don't want to change my budget. No one will know anything has happened. <laughs> Maybe it's later. Because, no, because sometimes I have to, I have to, I, what I will do if I have so, if money, like serious money, I will leave it there for like six months. Because I have to first check my heart, to go with, train, train the world out of it before I now figure out what. Because if God sent him on my, it's not my money, it's God's own. So I have to understand why he sent it there. <laughs> so I will not leave it there on top for like six months. So I go and go and figure it out. Amen. Mm-hmm. We need to overcome this world. Even in this time, even the, the more time we need to do it. Amen. Mm-hmm. Have you seen how just an evidence of a miracle? Have you seen how God has sustained all of us mm-hmm. in this time of COVID? Mm-hmm. Koro, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> COVID. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were going to play. You can start. Uh, whoever. And start playing. Then I can round up. Um, in this time of COVID, have you seen how God has sustained all of us? It's not as though we are better than anybody. Right? 
Or it's not as though we don't feel the plight of what people are going through. Amen? Mm-hmm. But also balance it. More people are dying of malaria in our Africa mm-hmm. than of if you really if you do the statistics. Mm-hmm. So malaria is also very bad. Mm-hmm. In terms of number of deaths a year. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands die of malaria in Africa every year. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? But we got COVID, okay, it's new and it's, everybody's afraid. But I just want to give you some perspective to deal with fear. Don't be afraid of it. God is with us. But I, I watch because I'm, I've been checking up on some of us over time. Have you seen how God has just been keeping us? Mm-hmm. Because when something like this happens, everything shows that I'll be wondering that, ah, God, how are you going to, how are we still going to be? How are people going to? And God has proven it to my eyes that he's able to keep. Mm-hmm. He's able to sustain. Not so. It's been how many months now? Not one of us has gone begging for bread. Nobody has called me. That I've been sending, we've been sending messages. You need to nobody, not one person. And I'll have called them and check, make sure that they are not just hiding it. And they're okay. So. It's a miracle. I've seen that God is true. God has his own world. God will call it those things that be not as though they are. Amen. He's able to keep us all. Praise the name of the Lord. Have we been blessed tonight? Amen. I'll I'll begin to round up. I think it's time I promised around nine. Amen. And it's good that I promise because the way this message is going, <laughs> if I had not promised, <laughs> if I had not promised, <laughs> Amen. Jenny, you have a question? Yes. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're outside. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're talking about all those things that Christians do, part of Christianity, like, or studying the script, right? Okay. Yes, those things are in because you can put that we can put that in two places. Actually, that part really comes in is not that part really comes in when the spirit of truth begins to teach, but it comes in a veil in the in the measure in the beginning when it's part of when you have faith. After I've seen your faith in the Lord Jesus, and when you are having faith in the Lord Jesus, and you begin to. You want to begin to open the scripture, even though you don't understand it. Uh huh. So it's part of there. Yeah. Go ahead. How do you keep? How do you? How do you keep? Keep the word and not pass. Amen. Okay. Amen. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the meat. Also. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So as do you see our journey? Let me start from there. The journey after I've heard of your faith and your love for all the saints, not so. Then I pray the Father, then He will bring the Spirit of truth. I want to demonstrate it as a, uh, things are happening progressive, really. He will bring the Spirit of truth. Who shall, what will they do when it comes? Bring you into all truths. The Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. So now you begin to know Him. You get me? You begin to open scriptures. You begin to know Him. Initially, He will come and go. Why? Because you are not used to the exercise of doing what? Yes. Of knowing Him. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, that's why the commandment is to keep. He didn't just say keep first. He says, He that keeps my commandments and keepeth them, I heart my commandments. That heart my commandments is what you have been hearing. And then it's after you've been hearing it for a season that you can now keep it. Mm-hmm. Now I'll prove it to you now. That's the answer. Hebrews chapter 5. Mm-hmm. You will see that there's an exercise to keep. Mm-hmm. You can't just keep, you need to there's, there's an exercise. It's actually that's the work out your salvation in fear and trembling. You see. I mean, the reason why people may not like what we are doing, this kind of ministry, is because this phase of Christianity is where the work is. This is where you have to walk. This is what the workmanship that we're talking about in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. After you were saved by grace and not of your works. Then it says, Ye are God's workmanship. You are God's masterpiece. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So it means that after you have one, then the next thing is for works. So this is the work. That's the reason why sometimes people shy away from it because you need exercise to come in this place where Christ will come to you. Let's see it. Hebrews chapter 5. Praise God. I'm sorry. I won't be able to keep my promise. I won't be able to keep my nine o'clock. But now, you know, the, the message exactly is the question I'm answering. Amen. Um, Hebrews chapter 5. 5 verse 12 are we there mm-hmm. yeah. it says for when the for when for when for the time ye ought to be teachers ye have need that won't teach you again which be the first principles of the oracle of god and i'll become such as have need of milk and not Strong. it means there's something in between hey, did you get that mm-hmm. so and I become as such as have need of. So it means if you if I'm drinking water now, the next thing, my next level is that I should be drinking wine, not milk. It means right now I'm in water. So Paul was saying that you guys are hearing water. Let me just use that as an illustration. Then you now you should have need of the next level, strong meat. Hmm? And not of where you came, you already where you came from. <laughs> milk. Let's see it again. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of 
That's the meat. That is the middleman between milk and strong meat. Are you seeing this trinity again? Is the spirit of truth? I will manifest myself unto him, and then I and my father. That's strong meat. So Christ is meat. Father is strong meat. Amen. That as you see, they are similar. That's like I am my father. So meat is meat, 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 but one is strong meat. So father is also meat. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Father is also what? But strong meat. So that's why I am my father. So we are similar. I am meat. He is strong meat. Will manifest myself unto you. Now he said, uh, but what? Who is he? What does he bring? What's this? It's called the word of righteousness. Amen. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a what? He's a babe. Then verse 14. This is what happens when you are using word of righteousness. This is the question now. This is what happens when you are exposed to word of righteousness. You enter into what they call, it says, But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Who wonders who by reason of use? What are they? What, what use? Use of meat. Use of word of righteousness. Because strong meat belongeth to those who have finished meat. Meaning finished the word of righteousness. Meaning finished learning Christ. Strong meat belongeth to them. Who that are full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses. Oh man, man, man. so the problem with why word comes and goes is senses. You don't have the you know a a child's brain cannot has limited capacity. You need to go and study, you need to exercise your senses to develop the capacity so that when the word is coming, it's staying inside. And part of that process is staying in that word of righteousness. You just have to stay. As you are staying, you are developing tensile strength. You are, it's called elasticity, not so. You are stretching your mind, stretching your heart, meaning stretching your soul. So that the capacity of your soul can take the information you are receiving. So even the days that you were hearing, or if you are still hearing and it's going in one ear and going through the other ear, guess what? It didn't just go and go. It did something inside before it left. It helped your senses. <laughs> it exercised your senses before it left. So that next time when another word comes, it may have a home to stay. But the first one that came... Let me land here. Because beyond this, now I want to show you the reason why. I want to show you the reason why. You see that thing I said initially that the last one is hitting the world. The things of this world, the system of this world, what Satan designed in this world. There's a reason why. We talked about because you're not able to do the will of God. But I want to show you here. The way Paul said it. Now, let's read verse 14. Because verse 14 is talking about you exercising with what? Are, are you in the house? You exercising with what? What do you exercise with meat? Which is word of? Can we say it? Aha. Uh-huh. 
So you exercise with word of righteousness. There's a reason. There's somewhere it's going. Amen. It says, Strong meat belonging to them who are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to what? Discern between good and evil. It means if you have not been exposed to the world of righteousness, you will know what is good. You will know what is evil. Do you remember how I started? How I said that you don't know how to love God. You don't know what love is. Remember? That in fact, because of maybe when you get in, I'm talking about when you just started, when you just got born again, because of your the carnal mind, you don't have a full comprehension of what God determines is love. So we see love misguided. I use the example of if I give praise, for example, a limousine when she's 15, because I've not done her good at that age, because she's not she can't handle that thing at that age. Amen. So are you seeing now that? Many times, if you don't have word of righteousness, you can be doing evil and you will not know that you are doing evil. Why? Because you cannot discern good and evil. Nobody can discern good and evil except he has been exercised with word of righteousness. That's the reason for word of righteousness. Before you ask, I, I want to prove it one more time to you. Some people came to Jesus at the end and said what? Lord, Lord, we baptize in whose name? Not Satan, no. Whose name? In Jesus' name. We've done wonders, miracles in your name. But say, wait for me, you evildoers. You what? What kinds of religion? Another version say, evildoers. I know you not. What does evil do? You were doing evil. They did not know because they were surprised. They actually were expecting a hug from the Lord. Jesus. <laughs> Are you seeing that? Otherwise, if, if imagine now, think about Hitler won't come and tell Jesus, Jesus, Lord, Lord. Hitler, they, both of them, they know. There's no need to discuss the matter. But somebody can be under a false presence that he was serving. Because he was unable to discern between good and evil. He never took the time to engage in word of righteousness for discernment of good and evil. So he thought he was doing God good, not knowing he was doing evil. It's the reason why the first love they look for is just your service. That's all. <laughs> it's not really true love yet. But at least you are doing, you have started learning how to do a bit of sacrifice. They can now use that to move you further. Am I communicating? That makes a lot of sense, right? Senses. So development of senses. After a while, after a while, you've been exercised. You see, the, the challenge, are you saying why father cannot come until you can descend between good and evil? In whom there is no what? So he cannot come if you still have evil. If you are still loving the world. Meaning if you are still doing evil and you don't know it. That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest challenge we have as a body. Sometimes we can be doing God evil and we don't know it. Paul was doing Jesus evil and he did not know it. And sincere to God's heart, if you talk to Paul, Paul was sincerely with all his heart, with zeal, serving God. And he thought he was killing Christians, and that was the service. 
That's why God will never fully trust a man until he sees that thing. You until you come under Christ totally, the word of righteousness. He won't trust you. And even after you come under Christ totally, his first Christ, they will still be your father will still be loving you from afar. He loves you. He says, and the father will love you, but he'll still be watching you from afar. He's waiting for you to come to the place of discernment and then for you to now choose the good and shun the evil. That was what was prophesied concerning Jesus. That my ears he opened. Huh? <laughs> but unconsciously it that he shall learn how to choose good and refuse evil. And that is what he did at the end in Hebrews chapter 1 when the Bible says, For he loved righteousness and hated iniquity. You know, sometimes everybody, we know that scripture, we can jump at it and say, I love righteousness, I want to love righteousness. If you don't know what is right, why are you going to love it? <laughs> That's the problem. So many people sincerely think they want to love righteousness, but they don't know what is right. So, we need to come to school, meet school, word of righteousness school, for this purpose of discernment. This is what people don't know about this thing. That's, that's what people don't know about this thing. And so, are you seeing how you can, someone can be speaking negatively about this thing and think he's doing God good? <laughs> are you seeing how easy it is? Yeah, why are they doing something extra? Why does it have to be an additional this thing? Why can't they know? You know what I can say? No, this this word is not ready for the whole body yet. Remember, I told you about some babies. God knows that if you bring something now, they will leave. And God wants them to still be babies. Amen. So, <laughs> so what God, out of ignorance, because there's no understanding. And a person will sincerely love God and talk against the word of righteousness. Sincerely, but out of ignorance. Why? Because they have not been able to discern between good and evil. This thing is necessary. Amen? This thing, this school, this word of righteousness is necessary for the last inheritance. Praise the name of the Lord. What did I say? Is necessary for the last inheritance. Now, do you know that all of them are inheritances? Yes, sir. Holy Ghost is an inheritance. Christ is an inheritance. And then Father is also an inheritance. <laughs> I feel we should close here. I don't know, there's, there's a lot. But I just I feel we should just round up we just round up here because this thing is is many that christ that christ i'll show us one more scripture i will close that christ oh my god that christ that christ is actually the center of it all Hmm? do you know why when the first one comes who would he begin to teach you What's his name? Spirit of? Who is, who is, who is truth? Jesus. Ah! And then he will teach you Jesus until Jesus comes. 
and I will manifest myself to him. Huh? And then the fact that you don't actually learn the last one, who it's still Jesus will be learning because the last to get the last one, he said, He that keepeth my words, oh man, you will keep Christ until meat, Christ's meat turns to strong meat. Mm. <laughs> Are you saying I want to show you this thing to now make it simple? Amen. Mm. And I'll close. All the while I've been talking about three inheritances. It's like three levels of three journey. But really it's one. <laughs> because when the first one comes, he will begin to teach you Christ. Then he will teach you Christ until Christ comes. Huh? And you will keep abiding in Christ and keeping Christ. <laughs> eh? Until God comes. Are you seeing? So it's Christ. First one comes, who is it teaching you? Christ. You will keep Christ until Christ comes. And then you keep keeping that Christ <laughs> until God comes. Amen. Mm. Let's go into John chapter 14 first. Verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, are we there? Yes, sir. He will keep what? Ah, so Christ. Now, why, why, why did they use a different kind of my words? He will keep my words. It means that you see everything that governs our life. Is the content of our hearts. Ah, so there are there are words inside us. What causes you to misbehave is the words that are inside you. You learnt it. What I'm just saying is that you learnt it from somewhere. <laughs> Amen. What am I saying? You learnt it from from my mother's womb. I was conceived in sin. Sometimes I wonder what some of these are young children, so when they hear, learn some of these, some, some things, I don't know, I never taught it to them. <laughs> you get me? Oh, but I just think about your life growing up, enter primary school, some habits, you just start picking from friends. Then secondary school, some other things you start picking. Then university, some other things you start picking from new friends. Then after you now say, this is James. This is who I am. No, that's not who you are. <laughs> what happened is that you picked something here, you picked something there. You picked something here, you picked something there. You picked something here, you picked something there. And over the years, what happened? A congregation of things that you have picked up and learned. Then you now call it my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't call it my life. So still somewhere, Satan's greatest wisdom is that he hides in you, in your life. So he will never come around, Satan. He designed the life and gave it to you to eat. That's why David knew it. He says, from my mother's womb, I was conceived in sin. Because the person who was be behind the environment that taught me that bad habit is Satan. <laughs> Though you picked it from your environment, but the person who was behind the environment, you see that. 
So when God wants to help us, what does He now do? The same way you picked something here, picked something there, picked something here. This is why it takes time, right? When you now come on that wall of righteousness, as we are opening the scripture, we'll pick something in Ephesians chapter 1. You'll pick something in John chapter 14. You'll pick something in Hebrews. And then you, what are you now doing? You are now also learning. After a while, you would have lost that life that you called your life, which was not really your life. Then you will have a new life. It's called Christ. So that's the reason why salvation of a soul, of the soul, is a journey. Because what killed your soul, Effie, was a journey. Right? Adam died in the garden, yet his soul was still, was still kind of a living soul. He still was responding to God. Even his children, Abel and Cain, were in the presence of God. How come? <laughs> Amen! How come? It means that to, to kill soul, soul is a terrible creature. Reverend says the Lord, God doesn't trust soul. Satan doesn't trust soul. His ways are past finding out. Humanity with soul is complex. So, even after they ate the fruit and they said, hey, We have won it. He has eaten the fruit. Yeah, the Adam that just ate the fruit, God will give him clothes to where he will wear it. God will tell him to do this, he will do it. Ah! <laughs> Is my seat not working? Hmm. So he couldn't get Adam really after that. He got him for the long term, the spirits. He killed the spirit, but he couldn't get Adam's soul. Then he went for Abel, he couldn't get Abel. Hmm. Abel was faithful hmm. in the soul exercise of sacrifice. Hmm. Then he came to the door of Cain. Sin lieth at thy door. And it was through Cain that began to teach man how to die. So, man journeyed. If you journeyed to death in your soul, you have to journey to life in your soul. It took one second for Adam's spirit to die. It also took one second for your spirit to be born again. Yes, sir. But it did not take one second for Adam's soul to die. Yes, sir. It took seven years and generations of men to finally kill the soul of man. It was close to when Jesus was coming that man's soul was gone. Then God looked at the earth and looked at man's soul and said, Hey, y'all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Man was weak. While we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. At the lowest point of man, man was almost gone. Man was put out to finish. There was almost nothing left in the soul of man anymore. That's why they sent Jesus. The salvation. So now that we are put out to finish, we now start learning Christ. Start picking up Christ. You see why his people knees again to strengthen your knees, to give you some strength to begin to journey again. So that all that the enemy has done to journey you to death, you will journey back out into Christ and into salvation. I'm praying for somebody here today. Nothing ever would stunt your journey again. Help us. 
Everything has changed you in this journey. Made you weary, made you tired, giving you feeble knees. Put down your hands. Say, Oh, I'm done. I'm not doing it again. I say, Today we put an end to it in the name of Jesus. You will let death and you will let Christ. You will let sin and you will let life. New journey has begun for someone here today. For some of us, it's a renewal of journey. Oh, some of us will begin to live upon our high places in the spirit like the deer. Oh, before you were crawling like a snail. I say for today you will live like a deer in the name of Jesus. Speed to your journey.
In Jesus' name. Lastly, let's finish. Second John. Verse 9. So this is the last one I've been talking about. It says, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not. So, definition of transgression in this dimension is what? Abiding not. Yeah. Do you get me? Yes. That's the definition of transgression. What's, not, what's transgression? Iniquity. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? What's transgression? Iniquity. So the highest iniquity is to abide not. Do you know why? That's how iniquity began. Who was the first iniquity? Mm. Who uttered iniquity? He was first abiding in the presence of God, mm. serving God. Mm. But then he turned mm. and he began to abide not. Mm. And we give examples. The first man he got was who? Well, apart from Adam and Eve. The first man he really got, as in, so you know, to get somebody, it means gets his real power. What he does was Cain. And what did Cain do? The same thing. Cain was in the presence of God. What happened to him? Did God tell him to leave? He carried his own bags and did what? And he left. You see that? You see what? So, you see, whenever God sees that thing, he calls it transgression. Mm -hmm. That's the original meaning of iniquity. Mm-hmm. To abide not. Mm-hmm. Christian and not alone. Mm-hmm. And until that thing is dealt with, mm-hmm. you won't have God. Mm-hmm. That's the fact. Christ, Christ is the is the what God brought out, meted out from Himself to relate with you. To bring you to himself. That's why he's meat. Mm-hmm. You get me? Godliness. That's Christ. Bond of perfectness. That's Christ. He is God that God brought out of himself. For us. So as in. This is me. This is the strongest version of me. So I, because you are the person I'm going to is weak. I now brought myself up. Out in a softer way. That's why it's called meat, meaning softer. Strong meat, meaning stronger. You know, harder meat. Not so? Mm-hmm. Then meat, meaning softer. That's Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. This is the end. This is the original definition of sin. As this is that viper called Satan. Amen. Amen. Amen.
this is the end. This is when you if you can this is this is the most difficult to overcome. If you can overcome that thing, you are eternally saved. Mm. It's called transgression. It's not easy. Hmm? I don't know, I didn't want to say it, but he told me I should just finish it. Amen. Praise mm-hmm. it says that whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, what? Hath not God. It's not easy to have God, is it? Mm-hmm. When I mean have God, you know all of us we are born again, we have God. Do you know what it means to have God here? Uh, because what does abiding bring? What does keeping does? What did I say? It exercises your soul. It means that you have begun to you are different. It means that you're actually mutating. Mm-hmm. You're actually changing because you have senses that you don't have before. <laughs> Think about it. How was your brain when you were in secondary school versus how it is now when you've gone through your four year degree? What happened to your mind? Is your mind ever the same? It's been exercised. Capacity has changed. So you are changing when you are in the word of Christ. Capacity is changing. They want you to abide. That's all. They want you to abide. I'm saying this. I'm saying this from the spirit now. I, I feel the pain of the father of souls. Man, he sees it. And you know, as you're coming to him, you can see that thing. That yeah. thing. You can see that thing. That thing stands out all the time. Anytime. Because every time he sees that thing, it reminds him of the first person who did it. Because everywhere he goes, it's the same thing he does to every man. Everybody that Satan touches. I notice that the first thing that happens to such a person is that the person begins to turn away. That's the first thing. When you get guilty conscience, what's the first thing you want to do? You want to turn away. So where does where's the root? Where does that thing come from? It's Satan. He's Lucifer. He's the one who taught iniquity. Transgression. That's the original transgression. Yeah. Not abiding. So God is admonishing us tonight to abide. Amen. Amen. To abide in Christ. When you abide in Christ, then the Bible says strong meat belongeth to death. Meaning, God belongs to them. Who by reason of his exercise your senses. Amen. It all says, He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. This part is serious. You can see it from the admonishment in chapter 10. I'll read that. You can read that on your own time. The admonishment Paul gave, uh, John gave to them. Verses 10 and 11. He is serious. This is the last thing we have to deal with. Amen. We must have the attitude, the resolve, like David had the resolve. What was David's resolve? This God shall be my God. Gosh. He shall be our guide over unto, unto death. That was David's resolve. David said, My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. This God, this God, this God, Olua, this you will be our God. You will be our guide, even unto death. 
But someone wants to make a decision today. You don't have a decision on time. You can make that decision right now. I had to make that decision. I had to say like David says. I say it. In fact, I, I set reminders to remind myself to be saying that statement over and over again. That this God shall be my God. Who belong to death shall be my God. Because I want to make that decision tonight. That this God that we are talking about shall be our God. Who belong to death. We will follow him. We will abide. We will not turn to the left or the right. We will help each other out. We will lift each other up. But we will abide. We will stay. We will eliminate all other options in our lives. In the name of Jesus. My Father, I thank you tonight. I give you all the praise. I give you all the adoration. Thank you for showing us mercy tonight. Because I know you've landed in every soul here with something. Oh, for some, you have given them great elasticity of mind. And you've been exercised tonight. For some, you brought visitation of the spirit of truth. For some, you brought even greater visitation of yourself, Christ. And for some, you are preparing for the Father. Father, I know everyone here has been touched tonight. I know everyone here has been blessed tonight. Father, we will not lose not one of us in the name of Jesus. Our souls shall be strengthened. And a man how blessed is it for brethren when they dwell together in unity. It shall be like the ointment poured upon the head of Aaron, going down to the skirts of his garment. We will upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessings. Yea, Father, we thank you tonight. Because you are binding us with this cord of unity tonight. This invincible bound and cord of unity tonight. That is called the doctrine of Christ. Is what we share. Is what we are unified upon. Is the doctrine of Christ. We will eat Christ. And we will eat Christ. And we will love Christ. And we will follow Christ. Moving on till the end. In the name of Jesus. Help us, my Father. Show us mercy, strengthen us one to another. Uh, Show us our weaknesses. Let's help each other. Grant us grace and wisdom and direction and leading in our lives. Guide us. Encourage us in Amandishaha. And I speak to whom those who are online, none of you will be missing. You will not fall on the cracks. In Amandishatalias. You will not be isolated. And the Asanda. I want you to know if you're online thinking, oh, well, this is all well and good. You guys are one. You guys know each other. No, you are one of us. Yes, even you. Yes, even you who is listening and thinking that online right now, you are one of us. We don't count you, not by virtue of knowledge that we grade you here. Some of us are still babies learning the spirit of truth. Some of us may be higher learning Christ, but we all one. We are all one in Christ. No matter what level you may be in Christ, we are all one in Christ. We are one. We love you so much. You are one of us. Oh, we love you so much. Everyone here, God loves us. And God will keep us. 
that the Lord God will keep you. The Lord God will cause His face to shine upon you. Though He will be merciful, He will be gracious unto you, and He will lift up His countenance unto you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Shine for you, dwells be.